Are there things in life that scare you a little? But excite you a lot? Are you chasing those things? Are you letting fear dictate your life? If you're ready to break free from that cage of fear and to live an abundantly happy life, then you're in the right place. I guarantee you, you will be happier for seeking what sets your soul on fire. Join Lindsay Hanlon as we explore paths, passions, and purpose that guides us towards our best selves. This is the Winging and Browser Podcast. Hey, Freebirds. It's your host, Lindsay Hamlin here. So ready to talk to you guys about this. I told you on the last episode that this was going to be a two in one sitting recordings. So I already told you guys this was going to be about emotion because I've spoken with you guys about this before and talked about how you really need to tune into your emotions and why they aren't a bad thing. Like you may have been told in your life to not be the emotional one to not let the tears flow. But I just want to say that every week when I'm at church and I'm not saying anything about you need to go to church, you need to do things that I do. I'm just telling you, I get a lot of clarity when I, you know, tap into that emotion. And every week at church, I find myself, you know, teary eyed because I, it holds so much perspective for me. So our pastor this week, you know, I told you last episode, he talked about how it doesn't matter how big or small your influence is. You are still able to influence someone with your words or what you're sharing or how you, you know, what you're sharing with people and how you're sharing with people. It's helping somebody and you're, you know, should remember that we have the ability to influence and help and serve in a way that helps to bring out the best in other people. I guess when I say influence, I shouldn't say get caught up and be influenced by people in bad ways that are discouraging yourself and your efforts in your work, but influencing you to live a better life and to live a more peaceful one. And he said something about how the these uh, grandparents wrote that they wanted to, um, they should have been sharing more about their salvation story and what Jesus has done in their lives more. And they didn't want to waste another minute because maybe their deathbed is closer than they think. And so I told you on the last episode to enjoy yourself. It is later than you think, because we never know when our time is going to be up and we should be living our lives as best as we can. And I don't feel like we can live true, amazing lives if we aren't feeling at all. We cannot be happy all the time. We are human beings. We are meant to feel excited, sad, emotional, uh, happy. I'm getting lost on tapping into all the emotions that I'm trying to tell you all about, but we're not meant to just be happy and stoic and feel nothing at all times. There are going to be highs and lows and there should be. And I told you guys this before. I know there's an episode in my list that talks about emotion and how it has been part of how I've challenged myself in focusing on my gut intuition and following that and how that's helped me in my life and how I feel like it's now a superpower of mine is that I have always been okay with letting my emotion out and sharing it. Hey, Freebirds, I am so excited to announce that I have decided to do some one-on-one coaching. This is life coaching that gets you reconnected with your soul's purpose. 
and how you were uniquely made and giving life to that purpose. You know that I always say that if everyone walked in their purpose and lived out their gifts, that it would be medicine for this earth. And I just know that from all the work that I've been doing, that this is my life's work and passion and purpose. And I am excited to work with you. If you're interested in this, you can go to the Wing It Rise Up Facebook page. There'll be a link in there to Coaching with Lindsay or you can click the link that's in the description of this episode and all further episodes. I'm very excited about this new program and I'm excited to work with you all. And when we neglect that, we don't really understand all the things that we get to be, should be doing, what we should be going after and all of that. So I came across this in this book that I frequently read from to you guys, Fragrance After Rain by Dr. Jaya John. But it's talking about the crying and I'm not going to read this entire page to you, but I want to share a few things and the beauty that comes from letting your emotions flow, letting your tears out, whether you just take some time or you're in the bath and you're meditating and you put on some music that you know is going to make you cry. I do that all the time and I'm not ashamed about it. I drive in the car and I listen to music that I know is going to help me pour the floodgates and they're going to open up and it's going to tell a story. It's going to help me know where to move next, where to pivot next. What is pulling at that emotion? Like what is bringing me to that emotion? And I, at the end of church this week, when I got the clarity that I needed to keep going here, I needed to keep pushing forward and connecting because my husband encouraged me that I'm good at it. And when I heard our pastor talk about the influence and our deathbeds could be closer than we think. Like I like literally kind of like lost my breath a little bit. Like it's just like a gasp. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, like it is the Holy spirit in me telling me like, keep going. You are meant to be influencing. You are meant to be on a stage. You're meant to be speaking to people and you're meant to be helping. And so then I decided I was going to open this book. And I came across this. And so this is why I want to talk to you guys about it because emotion, I feel like has such a bad rap to it. People think that when you're emotional, you're not um, as valid, right? Like you're, you're too emotional. Like I remember someone telling me that in college, like we can't room with Lindsay. She's too emotional. And it's always like kind of held on to me as like a bad thing. And now I realize like, it's so good and it's so for you and you should let it out. So I'm encouraging you guys to go and cry in the bathtub, <laughs> go listen to a song, you know, it's going to make you cry. And if you feel it coming, don't hold it in. So this, so he writes in this book, things are lost in the floods. Things are gained. The deluge sweeps you into a closer encounter with suffering. Like babies at the first of life and those near to life's end, you taste the mystery in great expanse and are flooded. You become the canyon. Old, personal, private, sedimentary layers are coughed up and visible to you and others. And then he says, people get to see your mourning, and then in parentheses, mourning with the you face. When the rain comes, how sad if you do not let yourself be flooded with sufferings divine thesis. It's teachings on how your way of life touches other souls and their living, where the threads touch, the contagion of harm, oppression's rancid breath, the violence of soulness individualism. When the rains come, how sad if you do not let your heart dilate and rupture. 
if you do not collect epiphanies on sensitivity as you move through the aftermath. When mortality scrapes you to the bone, the truth of it should humble you forever. You ought never again hold yourself superior. When you look upon the stained life of others, you should see diamonds in the dirt. Weep at that. Make the rains mean something. Fertility isn't promised. If you want a garden, you must be willing to grow. And so just to unpack that a little bit, when I think of that, when you don't let your heart dilate and rupture, when you hold it in and you don't let it out, one, it's not good for you to hold things in. And two, you're not allowing yourself to be taught like the teachings of how your way of life touches other souls. We're all meant to touch one another in our life's work. Whatever it means for you isn't going to be the same for me because we're unique and we have different gifts and we have ways that we can touch other people in whatever it is that we're doing. There are some things that I know I'm not meant to do. Like my sister is an amazing teacher and in school and with children. And I don't feel like that is my calling. My calling is more mindset, um, how to get people to live more passionate, more purposefully, more unique and more true to them and following their gut intuition. Like that's always been my life's work and that would not be her work. So there's just different ways. And I'm just using her as an example because she messaged me this morning and said she was listening to my podcast. She's on a field trip with her daughter and other students. And so she is more unique to that teaching. And I am different than her because we are just different human beings. And so pay attention to that and don't let your emotions stay in. And then he says, after the water, life grows silent in mourning, loud in conversation about what the rain meant and means. The rain being like our emotion, there's a story that it's telling. And when you, when you get that, like gasping, when it just like takes your breath away, pay attention to what is triggering your emotion. It's usually something meant to do with what you're going to do in your life. What, you know, pivots you're meant to make, what the emotion is bringing out, like don't silence it. It's important that we let them, let them out. When it is dry and things are praying for water, habits and routines can seem eternal. The desert seems unchanging, but when the rain comes and washes away your tightest attachments, your beliefs are shaken from the tree of your normalcy. Many of them drop to the ground and die, but in doing so, they make offerings for new life. If you mourn your beliefs and let them go, awakening comes, you gain brighter joys. Okay. So you know that I talked to you guys a lot about letting things go, welcoming new life, letting go of the past and all that you knew. We can't live there. We have to grow from there. It's part of our journey. A lot of how I got to where I am is because I paid attention to like, oh my gosh, what is my story? Like when, when Mike got all the podcast equipment and put it in here and I was like, well, what are you going to do with that? And then he mentioned, why don't you start a podcast? I'm like, well, what am I going to talk about? I realized how much power is in my story, what makes up me. And it really has encapsulated Wing It Rise Up, my brand, Lindsay Hanlon and everything, just because I tapped into my story. And what is it? It's my gut intuition. It's following what lights me up. It's paying attention to my emotion and knowing what I'm meant to do and what I'm meant to go after. You have to tap into all of that energy. 
How about this? One moment you believe you know yourself in a flash, you are being tossed into a rampaging floodwater, all bearings lost. When you lose your old reference points, though it can be terrifying, it can grant you new eyes. Open them. Choose to see through them. See if you can see the great weaving that is this life. It's unbelievably beautiful. What? His writing is out of this world. For me, it brings so much peace. And I pray that I can be that voice to you. And my book will also be that way for you. You know, when you lose yourself in your emotion, you like let go of what you once knew and you kind of give peace to those things that you're letting out, let the floodgates out, make peace with your past and let it enlighten your future. Let it bring you to new lens, a new lens on life. You know, I love talking about that perspective. When you get a new lens on life, a bird's eye view, open them. When you get those new eyes, choose to see through them. See if you can see the great weaving that is this life. For me, it's like, I want to live it out as best I can. I love deep conversation. I love things that bring me emotion. Like, I know I'm going to cry every week at church. I know it's going to happen. And I love it for that. I love that time because it's so sacred and it's so, you know, the Holy Spirit within me telling me what I am meant to do next. Please don't guard your heart so tightly that you can't feel this life. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. You have to open up. I love now things that scare me, things that challenge me because I know that it's meant for me. I know I'm going to grow from it. And I want a life that feels gasping for tears because it's just so beautiful and felt. I want things that make my heart pound so that I know that I really feel alive, like a good run, like a good challenge. Like I know how I'm going to feel when I'm on stage for the first time. That's where true living is. I don't want to live it just sitting on the couch, having no dreams or goals no emotion in this world, just feeling comfortable and not alive. I don't want that. And I don't want that for you guys either. So I really want this episode to encourage you to uh, listen to yourself. His book is a fragrance after rain mystic whispers for your tender heart, because we all have a tender heart, right? We all have emotion. We all have things that we hold closely and things that, you know, we've been through. No one in this world has just had it easy. We all have something that's challenged us, that's made us a little sad, that maybe we wish could have been different, but it's part of your journey and don't neglect it. Let it out. Let it teach you something and go after everything you want in life. Emotions will guide your way. Okay, free birds, don't forget to be free, be you and wing it, rise up. you for tuning in to the wing it and rise up podcast make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content remember to support this show by rating reviewing and subscribing